Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Coffee Break Italian Magazine, Season 1, Episode 4. Buongiorno a tutti e bentornati. Siamo tornati con un altro episodio di Coffee Break Italian. This is the Coffee Break Italian magazine and it's episode 4. Io sono Mark. Ciao a tutti, io sono Francesca. E come, come stai Francesca? Sto molto bene, ho un pochino di influenza, ma bene. Spero che tutto vada bene. Sì, sì, sì. Ok, allora di, di cosa parliamo oggi? E di cosa parliamo? Oggi cambiamo un po', un po argomento dai, dai soliti okay. e devo dire che ho avuto l'ispirazione da un ascoltatore ah, questa volta. Perfetto. Sì, perché un ascoltatore ha, ha chiamato per la nostra Grammar Clinic, sì, che faremo mille. più tardi. Sì, grazie. E, però questo ascoltatore non aveva una domanda di grammatica, ma ci ha chiesto di consigliare eh, un libro o un autore, un'autrice italiana o italiano sì è una domanda difficile difficile sì perché ci sono un sacco di scrittori e scrittrici ovviamente in Italia molto bravi esatto Uh, ma sei riuscita a trovare uno? Sì, sono riuscita a trovarne uno. Ok, just to be clear here, because obviously that was a lot of Italian to begin with, and hopefully that's good, good practice for our listeners. But just to, to run back through some things, 
Uh, we're talking today about what we're going to be talking about in the podcast, obviously. But uh, did you get how Francesca came up with this idea? Can you go through that bit again? Just explain that a little bit again, Francesca. Okay. In italiano in inglese? Itali- in italiano facile. <laughs> in italiano facile, okay. Allora, eh, ho avuto l'ispirazione da un ascoltatore. Okay. So, un ascoltatore, of course, a, a listener. Sì. And that's where Francesca got the inspiration for this theme. Esatto. E l'ascoltatore, anziché fare una domanda di grammatica... That's a nice word. Anziché, instead of making a grammatical question on the phone-in... Sì. Ha chiesto di consigliare un, uh, un libro uh, in italiano. Okay, so this listener was looking for uh, an author, uh, a book sì. uh, in Italian that uh, he or she could, could have a listen to mm-hmm. or could read. Sì, esatto. Allora, dobbiamo sapere adesso chi è quest'autore. Sì, quest'autore è Italo Calvino. Molto interessante. Eh, vi spiego perché più tardi. Ok, sono curiosa, <laughs> anch'io. <laughs> allora, cominciamo. Va bene. Of course, this is just the first part of the podcast where we're going to be focusing on Italo Calvino. And then we'll be back a little later with our phone-in. But let's start with our first main feature now. Italo Calvino nasce a Cuba nel 1923, ma ritorna in Italia quando è ancora piccolino. Italo è fortunato perché trascorre un'infanzia e un'adolescenza serena e spensierata, in una famiglia agiata che gli offre molti stimoli culturali. Ma presto arrivano i tristi anni della Seconda Guerra Mondiale, e Calvino decide di unirsi alla resistenza partigiana per liberare l'Italia dal nazifascismo. Il suo primo romanzo, Il sentiero dei nidi di ragno, è ispirato proprio a questo periodo. Ma la produzione letteraria di Calvino non si ferma qui e tra le opere più importanti ricordiamo Il visconte di Mezzato, Il cavaliere inesistente... Il barone rampante, Se una notte d'inverno un viaggiatore e Marco Valdo. È difficile riassumere nel breve spazio del nostro podcast l'intensa attività letteraria di questo scrittore e i temi affrontati nei suoi libri, ma possiamo affermare con certezza che tutta la sua produzione è contraddistinta da elementi fantastici e fiabeschi, critica sociale, analisi politiche e l'immancabile ironia sui mali della società contemporanea. Ma perché leggere Calvino? Secondo me la cosa bella di questo scrittore è che può essere letto su vari livelli. La sintassi chiara e lineare rende le sue opere accessibili a tutti. I temi possono essere affrontati in maniera più superficiale, come se stessimo leggendo un racconto di fantasia per bambini, ma se vi piace andare un po' più in profondità, potete individuare temi più complessi, dall'amore alla politica, dall'etica alle riflessioni sulla condizione dell'uomo, per non parlare della responsabilità intellettuale dello scrittore. Ci vorrebbe un podcast lungo un anno per raccontarvi tutto quello che so su questo scrittore, 
ma spero di avervi invogliati almeno un po' a leggere le opere di Calvino in italiano o in una delle tante lingue in cui i suoi libri sono stati tradotti. Benissimo, grazie Francesca. Prego, Mark. You teach at Strathclyde University in Glasgow, don't you? Sì. <laughs> um, so the, the reason I'm asking, do you do Calvino at Strathclyde with your students? Yes, we teach Calvino usually to third-year students. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also use Calvino for the translation class at times. So okay, good. It's quite interesting. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> the language used will be interesting language to translate. Sì, sì. I studied at Glasgow, another of Glasgow's universities, so sì. Glasgow Strathclyde and, and other ones, of course. Uh, but in uh, first year, we did Il Sentiero dei Nidi Ragno. Wow. Uh, and I remember, I remember enjoying the book. I have to be honest. Devo admettere che ho dimenticato quasi tutto. No, non ci credo. <laughs> sì. Se ti dico, ad esempio, Pin... Allora, Pin era il protagonista, Hai no? visto, ti ricordi? <laughs> I remember, just as you said in, in the, the text there, that it could be taken in multiple levels, and I, I think it's possible to read that book as, as a storybook, really, and, and yes, there are, there are sad parts of it, but there's also a kind of certain magic. Sì, è vero, sì. Um, so, I, I definitely a good one to start with, I would say. Possiamo consigliarlo. Esatto. Ok. Ok, what we're going to do now is go back through the text. There were some quite difficult words in this text. I think because we're talking about something more complex like literature. So we'll go back through and we can help our listeners understand everything. Va bene? Iniziamo. Italo Calvino nasce a Cuba nel 1923. Ok, already here there's something interesting because nasce is a uh, present tense. Sì. But we're talking about 1923, which is very much in the past. I know. Qualche anno fa. Qualche anno fa, sì. So what's going on here? In Italian, we can use the simple present to talk about the past, mm-hmm. uh, just to bring that person or the event closer to, to us in a way. And grammatically, it's called the presente storico. Presente storico. If we're translating this in English, however, we would translate this into a past tense, correct? Sì, sì. So Italo Calvino was born in Cuba in 1923. Ma ritorna in Italia quando è ancora piccolino. But he returned, even though it's he returns in the present, mm-hmm. presente storico. Sì. He returned to Italy when he was still a little boy. Sì. Piccolino. Piccolino, sì. <laughs> Calvino piccolino. <laughs> Italo è fortunato. So Italo is fortunate or lucky, but he was lucky. Perché trascorre un'infanzia e un'adolescenza serena e spensierata. So why is he fortunate? Because he passes a childhood and an adolescence serena e spensierata. So that's uh, serena, calm and trouble-free. Sì, carefree, carefree without, life, yeah. worries. without worries. Yeah. In una famiglia agiata. Agiata is a tricky word. Is it like well off? Sì, uh, comfortable, sì, comfortably sì. financially. È un sinonimo di ricca, okay. più o meno. Che gli offre molti stimoli culturali. Okay, so this uh, well-off family uh, offers him, che gli offre molti stimoli culturali. So many cultural stimuli, inspiration, much cultural sì. inspiration. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ma presto arrivano i tristi anni della Seconda Guerra Mondiale. 
but soon arrive the sad years of the Second World War. Again, we're still talking in our present historico here, um, but the, the sad years of the Second World War arrived soon. E Calvino decide di unirsi alla resistenza partigiana. So Calvino uh, decides, decided to join up with the partisan resistance. Sì, per liberare l'Italia dal nazifascismo. So to liberate Italy from uh, uh, Nazism, fascism. Sì. Il suo primo romanzo. His first novel. Il sentiero dei nidi di ragno. So that's the name of the novel. It actually means the path of the nests of spiders. Or sì. spider, the, spa- the, the path to the spider's nest or che something complicato. like that. Quite intriguing, intriguing, I think. Sì, ma non diciamo niente. No, non non, non spoileriamo. Spoileriamo la trama, sì. Bravo. Okay. So what, what about this book? E è ispirato proprio a questo periodo. So it was inspired just from this period, the, the period of the Second World War. Ma la produzione letteraria di Calvino non si ferma qui. But the literary production of Calvino doesn't stop there, so he made many more books. E tra le opere più importanti, and among the most important works, ricordiamo, we'll remember, or let's remember, il Visconte di Mezzato. Okay, so you'll need to help me with some of these translated titles here because I'm, I, I know what they mean, but I don't know exactly how they're translated in English. So, Il Visconte di Mezzato would be... Sì, um, no. the Cloven Viscount. Yeah, so when you're... you're, you're when cloven in two means separated in two. Uh-huh. And I believe he was separated in two by a cannon or something like that. Sì, sì. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting book because when he is separated in two, he has two different personalities. Sì, yeah? sì, sì, bravissimo. Vedi che ti ricordi bene. <laughs> <laughs> e il Cavaliere Inesistente. So the non-existent knight. Il Barone Rampante. Uh, well, the, the, literally the rampant baron, but the official title, I think, is the Baron in the Trees. Sì, okay. sì. E poi, se una notte d'inverno un viaggiatore... I love the name of this book. <laughs> if on a winter's night a traveller... Ah, uh-huh, it could be the, the title for an essay, dot, yes. dot, 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 and dot, continue. <laughs> so that's a, a great novel uh, title. And um, Marco Valdo. Marco Valdo, so that's a name, obviously. Is it the same in English? Or I is believe it? so, I think yeah, so Marco too. Valdo. È difficile riassumere nel breve spazio del nostro podcast... L'intensa attività letteraria di questo scrittore. Okay, it's quite a long section there, so uh, it's difficult to uh, resume uh, or to summarize. summarize in the brief time of our podcast the intense activity or literary activity of this writer. E i temi affrontati nei suoi libri. And the themes which are uh, covered, which are dealt with mm-hmm. in his books. Ma possiamo affermare con certezza but we can confirm or state with certainty che tutta la sua produzione that his entire uh, collection of writings è contraddistinta da elementi fantastici e fiabeschi. Right, okay, now, contraddistinta. Sì. Um, it sounds like contradiction, but it's no, different. No, it's characterized. <laughs> characterized, okay, so sì. it's characterized uh, by fantastic and fairy tale or fable sì, elements, something sì, like that. Sì, because the fiaba is a, is a, a fairy, fairy tale. tale. Mm-hmm. Sì. Um, what else? 
da eh, critica sociale. So, social commentary, social critique. Critique, sì. E analisi politiche. Political analysis. E l'immancabile ironia sui mali della società contemporanea. And the unforgettable irony on the evils of contemporary society. Sì, immancabile is more that it's never missing, it's always present. Oh, the, always pre- the ever-present, the sì. omnipresent uh, irony. Okay, Inman- immancabile. Immancabile, from mancare. Of course. What, what did I say? Unforgettable. Ah, I think you said... Indimenticabile. indimenticabile. Okay, so sì. immancabile, the unmissable in a uh-huh. sense, the omnipresent uh, irony uh, sui mali della società contemporanea, so on the, the evils of contemporary society. Ma perché leggere Calvino? But why read Calvino? Secondo me... According to... Me or Francesca? <laughs> La cosa bella di questo scrittore the, the beautiful thing about this author è che può essere letto su vari livelli. So here we've got letto from leggere, which, sì. you know, or letto un libro, I have read a book, um, but here it's che può essere letto, that can be read su vari live- livelli, so on various levels. Sì. La sintassi chiara e lineare. So this is the, the syntax. Uh, the, the sentence structure, okay? And it's clear and linear. Rende le sue opere accessibili a tutti. So this clear syntax uh, makes his works accessible to everyone. I temi possono essere affrontati in maniera più superficiale. The themes can be uh, treated in a more superficial way. Come se stessimo leggendo un racconto di fantasia per bambini. Ooh, here we've got come se stessimo, a lovely imperfect subjunctive there, as if we were reading. That's from stare. Sì. Stessimo is the imperfect subjunctive of the noi form. Sì, irregolare. It is irregular indeed. So, come se stessimo leggendo un racconto di fantasia per bambini. So, as if we were reading a, a fantasy tale for children. Ma... But <laughs> se vi piace andare un po' più in profondità, but if you like getting into things a little more deeply, potete individuare temi più complessi. You can identify more complex themes. Dall'amore alla politica. From love to politics. Dall'etica alle riflessioni sulla condizione dell'uomo. Uh, from ethics uh, to reflections on the condition of Man. Sì, or mankind. mankind yeah. <laughs> per non parlare della responsabilità intellettuale dello scrittore. Not to mention, per non parlare della responsabilità of the uh, intellectual responsibility of the author. Mm-hmm. We're getting right into things here. I like this. It's wow. Nice, yeah. <laughs> Ci vorrebbe un podcast lungo un anno per raccontarvi tutto quello che so su questo scrittore. Okay, now here we've got ci vorrebbe. We've come across the, the phrase ci vuole sì. before. Ad esempio, ci vuole un'ora per andare a Edimburgo. Oh, <laughs> sì. okay, so, <laughs> I was just going to the station. You were going all the way to Edinburgh. Okay, so this is the, the conditional of ci vuole. Ci vorrebbe. We would need a longer podcast. Ci vorrebbe un podcast lungo, un anno, indeed, a, a, a year-long podcast uh, to tell you everything that I know about this author. 
We've got the right person in the studio to talk about Calvino, obviously. Sicuramente. <laughs> Ma? Ma spero di avervi invogliati almeno un po' a leggere le opere di Calvino. But I hope that I have uh, been able to inspire you, at least a little, to read the works of Calvino. In italiano? In Italian. O in una delle tante lingue? Or in one of the many languages? In cui i suoi libri sono stati tradotti. In which, in cui, a lovely relative pronoun there, i suoi libri, his books, sono stati tradotti, um, have been translated. Sì, a nice passive structure passive. to end with. Absolutely. Passive is <laughs> quite tricky, um, but if, they were, if the books are being translated, the books are being translated would be... I libri sono tradotti. Sono tradotti, but we're talking in the past here. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take sono and put it into the perfect tense. Sono stati tradotti. Sì. Okay, va bene? Benissimo, direi. Okay, I hope that this has given our listeners something to, to think about. Perhaps if they're wondering about a, a potential novel to read, a first sì. novel to read in Italian, perhaps Calvino is the, the correct choice. I think so. Okay. Let us know. Absolutely. Please do let us know. Now, talking of letting us know and getting in contact, we're just going to go on to our grammar clinic after the break. Now, if you would like to get more out of the Coffee Break Italian magazine, then you may be interested in signing up for the full course over at the Coffee Break Academy. For each episode of the magazine, we also provide a transcript with lesson notes, vocabulary lists, and exercises to help you get the most out of this course. Head over to coffeebreakacademy.com for more information. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Okay, this is the part of the show where our listeners become the stars. So this time we have a question from Paula. Paula, sì. Let's have a listen to Paula's question. Sono Paola e mio marito ed io 
Abitiamo a Washington, D.C. Sto imparando italiano per appena due anni. Mi piace molto Coffee Break Italian. My question today is, can you help me know when to use essere versus stare? It isn't always clear. Grazie mille. Ciao. Ciao Paola, grazie a te per la tua domanda e complimenti a te, a tuo marito, per il vostro italiano. Sì, certo. Che brava. <laughs> I must say, Mark, this is a, a rather common question because other listeners phoned in with exactly the same question. I think the reason why our listeners are a bit confused when it comes to essere and stare is because very often they are translated into English as to be. To be. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I, I can understand uh, why. I must say it's a rather um, wide, broad topic. You were saying earlier you needed a, a year-long podcast to another. talk about uh, Calvino. I think we need another year-long to- podcast See, to talk about this. But we can give like uh, some uh, um, some ideas on uh, when to use essere or uh, stare. Okay, so when would we use essere, first of all? Essere e descriptions. Mm-hmm. Give so, us some examples. E Giulia è simpatica. Mm-hmm. O le lasagne sono buone. Sì. Okay. <laughs> La cena è pronta. Okay, ma ho fame. Anch'io, <laughs> vero? <laughs> so, eh, essere, whenever we are describing someone or something, mm-hmm. that's the verb eh, we want So that's descriptions. What else? Mm-hmm. Eh, position. Mm-hmm. Ad esempio, dov'è Cagliari? So where is Cagliari? Cagliari è in Sardegna. Okay, so Cagliari is in Sardinia. And this is perhaps where anyone who's learned Spanish can perhaps get a little bit mixed up. See, sí, and uh, I wanted to mention this after, but I can say it just now. This is what you can also hear at times in the center or in the south of Italy mm-hmm. at times stare is used instead of uh, essere, essere. In, uh, in spoken colloquial um, Italian okay. so okay. yeah sorry that's okay no, it's, it's real language that's yes. the important thing and also don't forget the c'è ci sono mm-hmm. structure there is there are mm-hmm. which also requires uh, essere, essere. Okay. so for example a Siena c'è una piazza. There is a square in Siena. Uh-huh. Oh, oggi non c'è eh, Ayla. Oggi non c'è Ayla. Today Ayla's not here. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. Okay. So that's Essere. Any more uses of Essere? Or should uh, we move on to I Stare? think we, uh, for the moment, uh, this free could, uh, uh, could help our uh, listeners. So description, position and c'è. C'è, ci sono, okay. sì. Okay. Let's look at stare then. Stare um, is the verb of, let's say, um, physical condition. Okay. And we all know come stai. One of the first things we learn. And which can be confusing because in English you say, how, how are, are you? you? Yeah. And if we say in Italian come sei, it means personality-wise like, or look like. Mm-hmm. So uh, come stai is like, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, sto bene, sto male, and so on. Sì. Uh, we also use the stare with the meaning of uh, to remain. Right. Quindi, let me think of an example. Uh, quest'estate non andiamo al mare, ma stiamo a casa. Okay, so this summer we're not going to the sea, but we are remaining at home. Or, I think, certainly in Scotland, we would say we're staying at home. Um, the, the word stay is used differently in different parts of the English-speaking world. I know mm-hmm. that, but um, we would certainly say I'm staying at home for stare in this case. Okay. 
study is also used in uh, um, some uh, phrases with mm-hmm. other verbs. Uh, I think our listeners already know stare per. To be about to do something, and that's followed by an infinitive. By an infinitive. Uh, sta per piovere. It's about to rain. Mm-hmm. So you cannot say è per piovere. No, no, no. Okay. And also uh, stare followed by the gerund. So what's happening right now, what you are doing, the continuous tense. Ad esempio, Mark e Francesca stanno parlando italiano. They are speaking Italian. Good. There are also a lot of set phrases mm-hmm. with stare. I'll just give you a couple of examples. Okay. Eh, ad esempio, stare zitto. To be quiet. Si, or to shut up even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eh, stare attento. To be attentive, to, to pay attention. Or to be careful. Yeah. Eh, stare solo. Oh, to be left alone. Sì, si, okay. esatto. Eh, so... You really need to learn them little by little because otherwise the list could go on forever. So just to recap on study, we've got physical condition, how you're feeling, Mm -hmm. where it's a kind of translation for to feel. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we've got the remaining idea, to stay, to remain. Uh, And then we've got these set phrases where we've got uh, stare zitto, stare attento and we also mentioned the, the verbal phrases where stare per plus infinitive sì. means to be about to do something mm-hmm. and stare facendo qualcosa sì, esatto. to be doing something, something. using our gerund sì. okay. can you say ci sta? ci sta, sì, sì. but it's different from ci Sì, ad, eh, it means like eh, to to fit. Mm. Ad esempio, eh, nella mia macchina ci stanno quattro persone. Okay, so four people can fit in my car. Aha, uh-huh, it doesn't okay. mean that they there are, are there. Yeah. If I say ci sono quattro persone nella mia macchina, it means that physically four people are in, your car. in my car. But if I say nella mia macchina ci stanno quattro persone... They can fit in even if they're not there today. Aha. Uh-huh. But okay. maybe in the south of Italy, you can hear nella mia macchina ci stanno quattro persone. Okay. It, it means like they are actually there. Yep. So it could be slightly confusing at times. <laughs> Almost a philosophical question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we've got these different uses of stare and essere. And then this caveat in a sense that there may be some regional differences here. Um, and uh, we don't want to. to go too much into that because ultimately will only affect you if, if you're going to be travelling in certain parts of Italy, sì. probably in the south mm-hmm. uh, of Italy. I hope that Paola and her husband have found this useful and of course that all our listeners have found this useful, a review of when to use stare and when to use essere. Now if you have a question, then don't forget you can get in touch with us simply by going to coffeebreakquestions.com and we will be delighted to answer your questions in a future episode of the Coffee Break magazine. Ovviamente. Okay, so in this episode, we have been looking at an interesting topic, the topic of literature, and looking at one particular author, Italo Calvino, and perhaps giving you some some ideas as to the kind of thing you might like to read. We've also looked at the difference between the verbs stare and essere, thanks to Paola's question. Now, typically, at the end of the episode, we, well, Francesca brings us something new, a phrase, a saying. Francesca, cosa hai oggi per noi? Sì, oggi, eh, visto che abbiamo parlato di eh, Calvino, sì. volevo ancora dirvi che eh, la mia opera preferita di Calvino è Gli amori difficili. 
Ah, right. So your favourite uh, work by Calvino is called Gli Amori Difficili, which sì. I think translates into English as Difficult Loves. Sì, Difficult Loves. Okay. E visto che parliamo di amore, sì. e ho pensato di dirvi come si dice in italiano My Better Half. Ah, okay, right. So My Better Half, a kind of idiomatic expression for talking sì. about your partner. Sì. So, in, in italiano, my better half si dice la mia dolce metà. La mia dolce metà, so my, my sweet half. Literally, my sweet half. <laughs> Suggesting sì. that you're the savory one? <laughs> uh, well, it's open to suggestions. <laughs> so la mia dolce metà, now a question. Is it always la mia dolce metà, even if you're talking about a meal? Sì, because you're referring to the word uh, eh, metà. Esatto. Half, so, so metà is la metà, the half, and that's a feminine word. Therefore, you always have to say la mia dolce metà, sì. regardless of whether you're talking about a male or a female. Esatto. Allora, Mark, penso che non ci resti che eh, consigliare ai nostri ascoltatori di leggere qualche pagina di Calvino con mm. la loro dolce metà. Forse, forse. Ok, that <laughs> e... way you can share uh, the, the ideas of the book with your better half. Ok? Sì. Perfetto. Perfetto. We'll leave it there. Don't forget, if you've got a question for us, then you can send us your question by going to coffeebreakquestions.com. And if you'd like to find out more about any aspect of Coffee Break Italian, then do check out their website at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. È tutto per oggi. Grazie mille, alla prossima. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2019, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2019, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.